Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is the Real Housewives of Rewatch, and I'm Sue Funk, and I am here with Danielle from Brands by Bravo, and we are recapping Real Housewives of New York season one, and we're on episode seven today. Yay! Which is the finale. That's it. I can't believe we only got seven episodes. It makes sense because it was supposed to be one show and then they had to edit it for the other. I think the first season of Miami was wicked short, too. A lot of them are. Yeah. Vanderpump Rules is only like eight episodes in season one. I can't believe they made... Well, episode one's iconic. I mean, season one of Vanderpump is iconic. Which is insane to think that it was only eight episodes. Yeah, so much happened. So much. I mean... Those kids served it up like it was, you know... But yeah, somehow it's the finale, which I'm kind of happy... Not that I didn't enjoy season one, but, you know, when you know what's to come. All right, so episode seven, finale time. We are at, starts off, Habitat for Humanity event with Alex, Lou, and Bethany. And these girls go straight into the silent auction area so they can loudly kiki about their girls' night kerfuffle with Ramona. And I love it. I love that they did that. I think it's so fun, and they're immediately um, just kind of like, yeah, Ramona's unhinged, but then Alex's reasoning for bringing Simon is also really ridiculous. She says it's a gender equality issue. She doesn't get why we have to have separate girls' nights and boys' nights. And Bethany immediately makes this into her talking head, one woman show of just like, what are you running for Congress? What is this? Like, is this your platform? <laughs> like, Also saying that you can talk about vibrators in any company. Which is I just, so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. No. No. A man who I have never met who is my new friend's husband is not someone that I want to talk about these things with. But I also can't imagine being like, this is my husband. Do you want to talk to him about your dildos? Like, what? No. no. So uncomfortable. I think the best <laughs> part of this scene, though, is when Alex talks about plugging in her vibrator. 
Oh. And Bethany. What century is this? But I agree. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm glad I never lived in a time where I had to plug a vibrator in. <laughs> <laughs> America. Yeah. Um, yes. Thank God we're in the 19th, the 18th century. No, 19th century. 21st century. I know. You know, we're not a history podcast, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm not sure. The hand crank. But yeah, it's just, I appreciate that they didn't just let Ramona be the only one to have an issue with her bringing Simon. They they all had an issue. Ramona acted the most inappropriate to the issue. Absolutely. But they all were on in agreement that he shouldn't have been there. Yeah. As was I agree and you agree. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think it's, like, it's interesting, too, because I do think that, like, gender is a construct now and we all kind of agree in this world that the views of gender is changing but i still think in 2022 you can still have an all-girls party agree or like just maybe even like a no significant others party yes Yes. depending on what the person who does not identify as female yeah is varies on if like i'd be okay with a gay person probably at a girl's night because he still wants to talk about dick (laughs) <laughs> that, that should be the criteria if you like dick but then it's like a straight person party straight female party yeah so I, I mean I kind of in some ways I understand where it's like you don't want to like par down parse down your like pare down Woo, there we go you don't want to pare down your guest list but like Alex sometimes you're gonna have to leave your husband at home yeah like so we it's talk about same. vibrators, which also cracked me up. I'm like, I have plenty of girls' nights. My friends and I are talking about a lot of things. I don't really think we're talking about vibrators yeah, much. Yeah, What's I there agree. to talk about? Um, do, you, do you use one? Yes or no? What kind? I, like, <laughs> I feel like, though, there's part of me that can't make fun of Alex too much because I'm always like, can I bring my dog? <laughs> Is Tina Turner allowed to join me? What if I told you she was a diva? But um, I can... She's still a girl. And I can easily talk about vibrators in front of Tina Turner. That's true. That's she does true. not mind. She's a child, but she's okay with it. Uh, so then we go to Allie, who is doing a 12-week internship at Sarin Fabric. Which, what is Allie, like 15, 16? Yeah, she's pretty young. Uh, yeah, but you know what? It's fine. I work then, so good I, on it. I appreciate the idea is just for her to understand that hard work begets money, and I do, but like... I really just want an Allie and Brad spinoff show because they are so cute together. It's also, we did not know that Brad worked at Zarin Fabric before this. It was always brought up that he was her gay husband, husband, which she has to emphasize a thousand times. (sighs) Uh, But I didn't know that that they worked there and it's cute. They mess with her and I wonder if she really worked for 12 weeks there or not. The way that she pushes that reminds me of the Tori and Dean show. Did you ever watch the Tori Spelling Uh, show? No, but I know it. But, like, she, um, her best friends are her children's uncles, and she would always call them their gunkles, because they're the gay uncles, which is, like, oh, that's funny, and that's cute, but, like, she would just say it constantly, where you're, like, all right, we get it. You've got, like, these kitschy gay men who are their uncles, and you made it a new word. Congratulations. It's like Andy. uh, He says it at some reunion. We're not, 
well, I don't think he said this, but they're not Pokemon. You don't collect them. They're, you know, yeah. you can just be her friend, Brad. You don't need to emphasize. Oh, that's it. true. I think he did say something like that. He did. You can't collect us or yeah. whatever. He, did, he didn't say Pokemon. I don't know what he said, but it made me <laughs> think of that. It would be really funny if, like, secretly Andy thought of the housewives as Pokemon. I kind of are. <laughs> that's a fun meme that I'm going to have to explore. That's, that's a good idea. And then we find out Simon is going to Australia for nine days. Um, unfortunately, his stepdad passed away, so I'm yes. very sad. Um, and I'm glad he was able to go for that. But it's nine days, and Alex is acting like it's nine months. Yeah. They have an au pair. Yeah. Like, you're not alone. The au pair speaks French, did you know? She yes. says it all the time. Um, I also, Simon and Alex talking about their school schedules and stuff, I was like, ooh, we're really working on trying to fit in any sort of footage to make this like fit time at yeah. this point. I was like, this is the most like, interesting thing you filmed. Why are this you was really this? boring. Yeah. Um, but then luckily we go to the aqueduct with Bethany for her birthday. Yes. With the same fella who was at the networking event, her father's friend, and he gives her the most inappropriate birthday present ever for a dad's friend it's like a sexy negligee yeah like lingerie thing before that happens though oh sorry it's fine we meet the other people at this racetrack and we meet a very nice man who someone calls him black joe so then bethany responds with i'm white bethany and this is jewish jills (laughs) um she does make note of the ridiculousness of said nickname and, yes. you know, tries to make a joke of it, but I just found it. I don't know what I found it. It just had to point it out. Um, but yeah, this, the whole lunch is so weird. Um, and the sexy dress is just so inappropriate. I it's love... It's not even a dress. It's like straight up nighty, like negligee, like sexy clothes. The moment... Bill, I keep wanting to say Bill, like last episode. I'm so sorry. Bethany and Jill. Bethany and Jill. I'm just going to, you know, we might just have to call them Bill when they're together. <laughs> Bill, have a look together. Okay? Yeah. They make eyes across the table, and every girl knows those looks. Oh, yeah. When there are men around, and it is the silent conversation you're having with your friend. Like, did he just fucking give me lingerie? Look and Jill's guy. like, yeah, yeah, you fucking see this yeah. guy? He gave me lingerie. <laughs> like, it just cracked me up. It was such a moment of friendship. I just absolutely loved it. Like, yep. I also, there was a very New York Jill moment where Bethany's talking about, like, how detached her parents were from her growing up, and Jill just goes, I don't know from that. And I was like, oh, that's such a New York phrasing. I don't know from that. Um, Yeah, it said Bethany talks more about her dad, especially interesting that as much as she wants nothing to do with him, that she chooses to go to Aqueduct. Yeah. Um, And... She says they would never kiss hello, that there's no relationship there. And I know Jill just, yeah, you know, that's not the life she she knows. And I, I know she really feels for her. And she, she said she'll be Bethany's mom, um, which I thought was sweet. It know? was sweet. It was. I, I do think that, like, it's nice to see this friendship in, at its strong beginning. Yeah, they're really, oh, there was such love. And that's why everyone's always rooting for them. Yeah, to be to friends To get back again. together and be friends because they really, you can just see. There what, was fun. There was fun. 
They were the early fun makers of New York. And, like, I don't know if anybody saw Girls Trip, and I don't think that it's, like, a spoiler alert at all, but, like, Brandy talks about how when her and Vanderpump were together, they just had fun. Which they did. They were such a fun duo. And I think that there's something to be said, and I don't think it's uncommon for women to have falling outs, or just people in general to have, like, friend falling outs, but I do appreciate that, like... Bethany, I mean, not Bethany, Brandy was just like, no, I really did like that time. Or another one I would say was uh, Teresa and Jacqueline. They yeah. had so much fun together. And that's a side of Teresa we don't. I think a lot of things took that away from her mm-hmm. and not just the fallout of the Jacqueline relationship. I think, you know, jail, divorce, <laughs> losing both of your parents. You know, a yeah. lot of horrible things happened to make her that not light person that mm-hmm. she was in those early seasons. But that's But this. she's love and light. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, we, we don't have to go oh, down the Teresa That's a whole level. other yeah, yeah. rewatch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we shall get there. Um, but yeah, it was a really strange day, but Jill and Bethany made the best of it. And then we go to Ramona going to the plastic surgeon, and she's wearing that same black and white dress that she wore at the Gotham party in the last episode. I did not notice that. What I did notice is she's once again not filming with the ladies and trying to get one of her friends on, one of yep. her... Was it 52 friends? 60 friends? 50, I don't know. 50 friends. I, maybe they filmed the same day and that's why she was in that dress. Maybe. But it was but... such a dress that I remember. The sleeves and it was just, I remember dresses like that and, and that's how I remember it. But I appreciate that they show her at the plastic surgeon. A lot of people wouldn't show that of themselves. We know how people lie. Well, it's just interesting too because I feel like in later seasons when she has her skincare line, she's like, I don't do anything but my skincare and my moisturizer. And I'm yeah. just like, girl, we have footage. There's just so many times where I just want to be like, roll that beautiful bean footage. I know. <laughs> you know, like just roll this fucking proving Ramona wrong footage right now. The thing that I feel the women always use is Andy uses the term plastic surgery mm-hmm. and they say no because they don't consider the procedures they've gotten to be surgery and that is their yeah. loophole. So a better it needs to always be asked, have you had any cosmetic procedures? Yep. That's the better way to ask it. Are you but, listening, Andy? This is yeah, very this is for you, important. Andy. Ask this in a better way so I can know. Um, but she gets some leg shaping done, something called IPL laser therapy. Uh, I said, I don't know what that is, but I want it. So yeah, I'd it like looked to awesome. look that up. Um, and then she gets Botox. So, you know, I've had Botox. I'm a fan. Really? Yeah. It's worn off by now as Sue is staring I'm looking, at my forehead. I'm like, it's not as movable, but I liked it. Yeah. Because Zoom, it was being on Zoom every day oh. really made me stare at my forehead far too much. I just can't put botulism in my face. Yeah. I just don't want it. it call me old fashioned. <laughs> um, but then we see other gifts that Bethany gets for her birthday. Yeah, then they go to a, a dinner that night. Yes. And yeah, the, so I wrote about Jill gives her lingerie, but it's to make fun of the, the gift. It, it's like yeah, and it is, I didn't get that. Yeah, it's a, she, like, she makes what? a joke with her on that. Elevator took a little bit longer to get to the top. Of which <laughs> I was like, oh, that does, that is funny. Not a, yes. I think I was focusing more on the Leah Sophia uh, jewelry that she's bragging that Jason got her. I had to know. So I looked it up on like Poshmark. I was like, what is this? Like, or like just where it, mm-hmm. it was like, you two can own a piece of Leah Sophia jewelry for like five ninety nine, <laughs> and not $500 and $599, $5.99. Yeah. It's like wicked cheap. Uh, so 
just a hot tip there that I don't think that uh, aged well. I think it was a hot designer at the time. Yeah. Probably like the David Yurman at the time. Oof, don't know that. Oh, but that was like a ring that everyone was like obsessed. Probably still expensive yeah. now that I remember. I just remember the Tiffany heart bracelet that like everyone wanted for the longest time. Or the necklace. Yeah. The property like the, of Tiffany. Yeah. yeah that, was a, that was a big one. That was like a thing. Uh, but we find out Jason wants to agree to move in with Bethany and they want to move downtown. Mm-hmm. And Bethany says she knows in her heart she has found her person and she's totally ready to settle down. Which could not be farther from the truth of what happens. I know. But I love this area. What, like, 100 West, West 18th Street is really cute. Like, that was Oh, right is that where the, they end up going? Yeah, they're right by um, the Bed Bath & Beyond, which, like, oh, back okay, at that time had, like, amazing burritos in their cafe. <laughs> Probably doesn't have that anymore, but, oh, what a time. But before they go to the construction site, this is the first time Bethany lashes out at Jill. Because mm-hmm. Jill is obsessing at this dinner. About what adjacent by Bethany. Yeah. And Jill says in her in her ITM in her little like talking head to the camera that she loves to talk about stuff. And yeah, that is still true to say. She did it through all of Ultimate Girls Trip. Mm-hmm. You know that is that's just her. And but Bethany really kind of lashes out at her um, and just kind of is like Jill enough. I, I don't remember exactly what she yeah. says to her, but she really kind of shuts her down. Um, I feel as though, again, Jill not being popular growing up is one of the reasons why she cares so much about materialistic things, especially, like, in Long Island. I feel like the cool kids usually are the richer kids and Mm -hmm. have the cooler stuff. And, like, she might not have had the cool stuff, and now she does because she wants to be that fabulous circle of friends leader (laughs) um we also get a very wonderful lou cringe moment where she does community service that is not court mandated um (laughs) she's Uh, giving back to the community and she's helping the the charity actually is really beautiful where it's like helping women get ready for um interviewing like if they've been imprisoned or maybe they were homeless and they hadn't been on a job interview for a very long time, they're getting themselves back on their feet. I think it was called Soho House or something like that. It's Soho House Partnership. Um, Soho House is like the swanky. I don't like, know. I wrote Soho Partnership. partnership. Like the Soho House. Uh, yeah, I know it's yeah. like a place, but maybe it's a charity connected. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it was, I will say it was cringe, but. Luann actually gave some good advice. She did, but she also said she didn't look like a druggy person. Yes, that was not good. The woman's black, and she's like, you've got a Condoleezza Rice thing going on. And it, like, when she, the woman wore a suit, and it was just like, what? I think she had an idea in her head of what a person should look like if they were in that circumstance, and this woman proved that there is not one way homelessness yes. looks. But she did give good advice. I did think it was funny of all of the women, Lou's the only one without a job, and she's the one giving the job advice. But again, she, she did good. So. I mean, she was a nurse. So. Yeah, and the woman seemed very nice, and I only wish good things for whoever this lady was. And I hope yes. she's doing well. I mean, um, well. We literally don't even need to discuss it, because they go to Alex's son does an interview with the school. Like, it's so boring. Oh, I just... He knows the alphabet. Does he know the alphabet? Backwards or forwards? Yeah, like, oh. we get it. Your son is smart. You want to go to this but ritzy school. The other thing is that he's unruly. Like, 
he grabs candy off the man's desk. He's four. What are they? I would have. I would have never. My parents would have murdered me on the spot. Maybe that's also something about my upbringing. Yeah. What, but I what just, are we learning about <laughs> for a four-year-old taking candy when asked you to know, be still? That's a different uh, recording, and it's called therapy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, then they, they go. This, this is them when they go to the construction site. Yes, and the apartment they look at is. In under construction still, and it's three point four million dollars. The apartment they look at. Yeah, I is she that rich already? Jason's is moving Jason in with her though. This rich already? He was like a stock. I know he was like high. hedge friend guy, right? But they never said are they buying this together? We didn't get into those. Financials. I do think that she probably does have money because she was a celebrity chef that's getting thousands Not of dollars. Three point four million. No, I think if it's not family I think money, in combined there. income, they probably could do it. Maybe, but Jill was oh my peak god, Jill. Also, she has a real estate license, so who knew? What a fun little tidbit she shared. With I us. mean, she's the great connector, of course. Yep. Not not surprised, but she just was. She was crazy. She was pointing out the fireplaces, the way to. And she just was. She was doing what a mom would do, though. You know, if mm-hmm. you took a mom to go look at an apartment, this is what a mom would do. Oh, and for sure. She was doing that. So they, they had fun together. It, it was fine. Um, and I can't remember if they brought up Bethany lashing out at her at the dinner. No. But I think it's something Jill probably held on to. Oh, I'm sure. But I don't really think. Now, if this would have happened, this would have been like three episodes of them discussing it. Oh, probably. absolutely. But I think back then they were, you know, it was water off ducks back. They didn't really care. They were friends. Yeah. Um. Which shows to me that they are actually friends. Because yeah. that's when you don't hold a grudge. And you're just like, whatever. I was being annoying. I'm not even going to bring it up yeah. again. Um, so then we go to the uh, dinner party where Ramona is super duper late. Yeah, it's the at the 21 Club, which used to be a really popular place. COVID took it, though. It's closed. Yeah, so I, looked it up. I looked that up, too. I was yep. sad. Um, and they knew that this was the last time they were filming because Jill points out it's the last time they're getting together as a group. So I think they know, yeah, you know, th- there's a point to this ending because not only, if I remember actually, and this is true of Jersey, they did the same thing with the dinner and the table flip and that's yeah. why the kids were there. Yep. They, they obviously don't do that anymore, but all of the kids are there, all the husbands are there. Alex is wearing the most amazing yellow outfit. Yes. And then, but... Jill's dress, she's wearing the dress that she got earlier in the season that has that, like, beautiful bejeweled bodice. Uh-huh. And Ramona comes in immediately um, apologizing, but also complimenting Jill's dress. But also, Ramona is wearing what I think is, like, a 16, sweet 16 dress. Yeah, she's over an hour late. Uh, Bethany is the only one who, like, is seemingly most annoyed about her being late. Uh, Ramona also hired hair and makeup, so it's her first glam. Yes. Take that, Erica Jane. Yes, her first glam. Um, the kids are all sitting together at a table. Uh, <laughs> it's just really cute. It is. I it, love that they're shading Ramona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then Ramona gets into something with Alex, like some nasty questions about her, like how could she not go out when, you know, Simon was in Australia and... Yeah, it was just unnecessary digs. Yeah, she is also a mother, like... A working mom. Yeah. She might not want to go out, you know? Yeah. Like, 
it's not not maybe what she wants to do when her husband isn't there. And while they do have the au pair, she's a very hands-on mom. Mm-hmm. So I don't don't see her wanting to go out. And then we see Francoise being once again. Okay, this yes, he was a, a psychopath. Terror. Yeah. Um, he takes one of his toys and mashes it into Mario's thirty dollar burger. Yeah. And like, I not to like be like swanky or anything, but like I like fine dining. A thirty dollar burger, even in today's times, is pretty expensive for a burger. Yeah. And like this child mashing a toy I would have grabbed that child's hand no and Alex and Simon do nothing and Ramona is is flipping flipped out and and I completely agree with it I do this time. yeah it was... I mean I don't get me wrong guys I would not actually touch a child or harm a child <laughs> but I would have been really pissed yeah that's when you remove you know I imagine though parenting on camera yeah is a nerve-wracking experience especially Alex who is already anxious to begin with yeah like, I would definitely be scared. You know, we know how judgmental that yeah. would feel. Not just the women in the room judging me for the way I'm parenting now. You know, everyone's going to, you know, it's gonna, I'm sure it might have been in her head. Um, also, Mario calls Ramona out for being a dick. Yes. Which, I you, wrote that down, too. You did? What did you write? Um, what did I write? I said, like, Mario's not taking Ramona. No. We're, we're seeing a little bit more. You know, he was kind of a background figure for oh, no. most of the season. Mario knew Ramona was nasty. Yeah. He, he knows it. who he married. Yeah. He's he's very aware of who he married. But then uh, they take a group photo, and Jill's like, the Manhattan mom. Yeah, she had to get that in there, <laughs> which I thought was so funny. Cause I was it's... like, oh, Jill, you're trying to produce a show that isn't even the name of yeah, the show. Yeah, it's not even the name of the show. And But I do like when moments like that happen. You know, it's like in a movie when they say the name of the movie. Yeah. In the movie, I, I like when that happens. I thought it was cute. And then we just go right into their, their end cards, which I wrote all of them down. So we've been I'm so glad you did, because okay. there is, there's a wealth here. Yeah, so Luz says... She is writing a book on manners and etiquette and continues to visit the Count in Switzerland despite the family's last bout with Swiss lice. Well, thank you, Bethany, for that book idea. Yeah. Um, (laughs) She did write the book, so I'll give her that. Um, And I guess, what do they mean to visit the Count in Switzerland? Like, is that just where he lives? Does he not live with them in New York? I think, like, he. Or do they mean together the family will go to Switzerland? I think he lives in multiple locations. I think that, like, that was part of the thing is that, like, he's always traveling for count work. Whatever that know. is. Things need um, to be counted all over this world, yeah. Danielle, don't you know? True, true, true. <laughs> I thought it was very cool that, or cute, and obviously it would never happen again, but the kids also got title cards. Yes. So Victoria's said that she ex- was accepted to boarding school in Connecticut and will attend in the fall. And I know in an earlier episode we questioned if she did go to boarding school. So, so there we I guess go. for some period of time she did. Uh, Noel, which it really bothers me, it's Noel and not Noel. I thought it was Noel. Is it Noel? Why do you think she said Noel? Am I making that up? I I mean, Noel, Noel, because now I don't remember. Uh, he continues to perfect breakdancing and took up skateboarding. Like, he's like 12. What what is his title card going to say? Great job, Bart Simpson. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Alex and Simon share a title card. Of course, because they do everything. So it says, Alex and Simon are thrilled that Francois will attend kindergarten at one of the best public schools in Brooklyn. So not the one that Mm -hmm. they interviewed with, because I was in the city. My question is, will Francois' picture on the entrance of 
school get in the metropolitan style section yeah francois even got a title card at the end it says francois learned how to say there is an iguana in my shoe in german latin italian spanish and french because of course he did why not uh ramona's this is interesting ramona starting a skincare line coming out in august 2008 to help women look as fat as she does that did not happen true renewal that came out way later because yeah, remember right? Bethany didn't want to come to the party for the skincare line that wouldn't exist. Oh, that was like season that's eleven. Right. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know what happened there. I mean, this is our she by Sheree. <laughs> yeah, clearly <laughs> ten seasons later, um, Avery's was put acting on hold to focus on studies and helping her mom dress. Yeah, which you know <laughs> Avery could have gone a different way and she did go to college and she got a degree and she does work a normal job so i know you're an avery hater i just can't i gotta be here to balance it out i uh, appreciate you <laughs> bethany's uh was that she got a multi-book deal starting in march of 2009 jason asked her to move in but she wants to wait until they are engaged to move downtown well you know how that turns yeah, out that, that didn't happen why didn't cookie get a title card justice for cookie cookie should have been there um, and the book deal does happen. She wrote many books. Yep. With very horrible, very 2009 titles, because I was recently looking at them today. What were they? Naturally. Just the use of skinny and naturally thin. And oh, yeah. E- even just this week or two, she had a TikTok out where someone was asking, you know, how she stays looking the way she does. And while I appreciate her, everything she was saying is correct. Mm-hmm. The thing she left out the most is I'm not going to take advice from someone who is genetically as tiny as she is. Yeah. She said she doesn't work out. You know, she watches what she eats. I'm like, yeah, I don't really work out and I watch what I eat and I weigh yeah. more than you. You know, like it's a genetic thing. Yeah. Um, Look at Brandy Glanville from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That woman does not eat great. No. Does not exercise. No. And she is super thin. Yeah. So, anyway. You know? Genetics. Her her books, you know, looking back, people would not use. Her message is good, but her verbiage, I don't like. I mean, she's no Teddy Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's not. It's not that bad, but it's definitely. A, I mean, you know, even the name Skinny Girl. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, I question that. But again, that was very of the time. Absolutely, a lot of things were called that. Yeah. Um. So Allie's is arthritis under control, and she is helping with the helping with the same ailment. Oh, she's oh, helping, helping kids with the same yeah. ailment. And actually, recently I saw something on Allie. She grew out of the arthritis. It doesn't happen anymore. Good so for that's, her. That's good to that's hear. That's great. I should also say, in my thoughts on food and all of that, my sister's a dietitian, so I have some okay. by proxy knowledge. You have genetic <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I have some good knowledge on right. uh, food, and we are all about intuitive eating and while that is what Bethany does preach at the end of the day, it's her harmful terms that she uses sometimes. But I also just feel like some people are predisposed to be able to eat more than others. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the whole part of intuitive eating is yeah. figuring out what works for you. And again, these are all other podcasts. And if uh, anyone wants any intuitive eating podcast, I can absolutely send you some. <laughs> um, and then our last one, Jill, our mama. It says, Jill and Allie went to an orphanage in the Dominican Republic to help bring them supplies. Her and Bobby planned to take a cruise in the Mediterranean in August. And it was just my favorite title card because it was so random. <laughs> but there were two cards long. That was the other thing that yep. killed me is that Jill's the only one that gets two cards long. And she has to get in there yep. that she did something philanthropic. 
And I was just like, is this a video fucking resume for Allie to get into college? Like, what is this? Maybe. It was, it's just, it was so Jill. Yeah. And uh, this, I think that, you know, if you guys at home are watch, watching along with us or just listening, I think that we can all agree, like, the first half of this season is a little bit tough. Mm-hmm. There's not as much excitement. There's a lot of random shit, but this this finale six and seven, six and seven really great. like just hit its stride, and I'm excited to go into season two. Yeah, we are gonna do the reunion though. Yeah, um, which yeah is is good. So we will be doing that next week, the reunion. And what are your final thoughts though on on season one? I really loved going back and meeting the women. And, like, I think I said when we started this journey that, like, I've tried to rewatch it a bunch of times and never totally got through. And it was really fun to watch the full first season and just get back to the 2008 New York and really get to know these people that I already know very well in their, like, infant stages of housewifedom. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, everyone is the same and different. Uh, yeah, I agree. I <laughs> again, this was my first rewatch, so I've I've never gone back and watched, and I I really enjoyed it, and I'm really glad we did it. And it's fascinating to go back and see, you know, it's almost like before they were stars, and yeah. even I feel as we get into two and three, it's gonna just be so. I'm so interested to see where it goes. And I can't wait to recap the reunion next week. Make sure you listen and subscribe and like. Uh, you can follow me at Brands by Bravo. And you can follow me at The Sue Funk. And please rate and review us and write nice reviews. <laughs> <laughs> like we say, like we end every time, only nice things we want to hear. I just compliment sandwich away. We live in our love bubble. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.